everybody. Happy Tuesday. Uh, it's actually Tuesday, the 18th of May. I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Um, you know, I always say that uh, life happens and life definitely did happen. So for those of you that don't know, I am um, back at work, back in my office um, for the first time in a while, um, almost a year. I mean, I went back, you know, a couple of times, uh, but they actually have me back back at work in the office and you know i've been getting up at five o'clock in the morning going into work um so i can get there at six and you know to avoid traffic still live in a pretty decent sized city so um you know being back at work it's a little different don't really have as much time i spent a lot of time uh, i spent about an hour total commuting to and from work which isn't too bad you know it was like about the same when i was in germany of course, the traffic was a lot worse in Germany, and I wasn't getting to work that early in Germany. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 weird being back after you know so long um, away from uh, from working. You know, there's people that I've been working with for like you know almost a year now that I'd never seen in person, and uh, you know got new guys that came on or whatever, and you know I've been working with them this whole time. And then, you know, I see him in person. It's like, oh, my God, you're so much taller than I expected. Or you're so much shorter. Or, you know, you're a lot funnier when you're, (laughs) you know, when you're in person versus seeing somebody through a computer screen. So um, it is weird being back. It's kind of nice, you know, because work doesn't really spill over um, at home. Unfortunately, this week, though, I am teleworking again. It's kind of a long story. But next week, I'll be back, um, back in the office again. So... Um, I'm trying to not let work um, affect, you know, me putting out the podcast, even though it has the last like three weeks, um, you know, and on top of that, my both of my um, my kids, uh, well, the three of them, they were all going to try out for soccer. The middle one decided he didn't want to do it. So the youngest and the oldest, they're still doing it. My little one, he actually got picked up for his team. Um, so I've been taking them to practice. And I've actually recorded a couple of episodes of the podcast at the practices in my car. Um, but because the uh, garage band, which I use to record the podcast, it's kind of finicky on the iPhone. It's kind of weird. And I've accidentally, and it's happened multiple times, deleted an entire episode. And there's nothing worse than, you know, recording, I don't know, like 45 minutes worth of me talking and then clicking on the wrong thing and then it's all completely gone and it's happened to me multiple times maybe i should just you know stick to putting little things up on twitter or instagram or whatever but uh just know that you know this whole time i've been haven't haven't forgot about you guys i definitely was thinking about releasing episodes it's just that uh i didn't get have the opportunity to do it on my computer still have family stuff i have to do work stuff um but uh it was getting deleted too from my phone, but a lot of stuff has happened in the football world, just like a lot of stuff has happened in life. Um, yeah, just just you know, crazy stuff. So much has happened since the last time I talked to you guys. You know, Man City won the league, the Premier League. Um, what else happened? Uh, Bayern Munich won the Bundesliga. Inter Milan won Serie A. We got Chelsea and and Man City. In the in the Champions League final, you got Villarreal and Man U in the Europa League final. You know all these leagues are coming down to the final weekends, and it's just crazy, like how fast the season the season ends. At least in Europe, 
because here in uh like i always say to my wife in los estados unidos the mls is just really kicking off i think they're up to match day five right now but uh plenty of plenty of soccer plenty of football going on we're less than a month away from euro they're still calling it euro 2020 but we're less than a month away from the european championships which i'm excited about they're going to be going with 26 players instead of you know the standard 23 because of covid and blah 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 but piece of news that i got today actually there's two things that have happened over the last couple of days zlatan ibrahimovic was supposed to be playing for sweden you know he got recalled and he was playing for sweden not too long ago um he's injured so he is out of euro 2020 as they're still calling it but for france after six years i believe it's been kareem benzema got called up to the french the french national team like that's crazy he's one of those players that i thought would never ever ever play for his national team again but he's back and you know i'm interested to see what kind of impact he's gonna have on the team my son my oldest he seems to be uh, he just knows that portugal is gonna win the world cup next year he just he just knows it i don't even know if cristiano ronaldo is gonna be on that team next year cristiano ronaldo will be playing next month in the euros and I, th- I think Portugal has a good chance to do well. I don't think they're going to defend their, their title by any stretch of the imagination. But France now, I mean, they're, they're looking pretty good. I mean, keep in mind that the, the last Euros, they made it to the final. They lost to Portugal. Then they won the World Cup 2018. And Karim Benzema, yes, playing the international level is not the same as playing, you know, club football or whatever. But he's had... A pretty good season and in addition to that like if you look at like the last four years of work that he's put in Kareem Benzema honestly he's been one of the best players in the world if you think about it over the long haul everybody has their seasons not everybody's Messi not everybody's Ronaldo but if you look at over like the last four to five seasons or even just take the seasons that since he hasn't played for France I mean he's, he's done pretty good he's done he's won a lot of trophies you know La Liga is still, there's still a possibility that Real Madrid could win it this year. I mean, I'm interested to see how he's going to fit into the team. I'm interested to see how France is going to do at the Euros. And it's just going to be an exciting tournament. Plus, I'm not going to lie. I'm excited because I'm going to Germany too. And I'll be, won't be able, I'm not going to any of the games. So I don't want to make it seem like I am. But um, I will be able to watch the games at normal time in Germany. I will not be working while I'm in Germany. No telework for me while I'm over there. And I'm just going to I'm just going to enjoy it. Plus, Germany's still like lockdown. So uh, I will have plenty of time to be on all my devices and gadgets and being able to to watch the games, which I'm really looking forward to. Plus, we got the the uh, what is it? The Copa America that'll be going on as well as the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Still a whole lot of soccer going on, a lot of football. Um, yeah, sorry. I've been calling it soccer lately because of my kids. They're going to be playing for this team here. Well, hopefully my, my oldest, he has a tryout. He had a tryout last night. I'm supposed to have one tonight and I'm supposed to go to tomorrow, but we've been getting thunderstorms and whatnot. So they canceled it for today. He'll be back out there tomorrow. We'll see. I will throw this out there. My oldest, 16. He's like 5'10". He loves pointing out the fact that he's taller than me, only by about a half an inch. He is taller than me. 
Last night, though, he's been playing right back or center back, and they've kind of been rotating him a little bit. He almost scored a, scored a goal last night during the tryouts on a corner. It was it was pretty legit. It was it was pretty. Uh, it caught me by surprise. You know, I think if he would have scored that, his head would be even bigger than it already is. But yeah, so that's what's going on with that. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna jump into some of these scores. Most of the leagues are you know pretty pretty well locked up. Like I mentioned. Um, Champions League, the final will be on Saturday, the 29th of May. We'll definitely be watching that. Um, actually, I probably will not be watching that. I don't know why I said that. And I know my wife's going to end up listening to this anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm vowing right now. I am not going to watch the Champions League final because that is my wedding anniversary. So I may watch it on Sunday. I definitely will not be watching it on the 29th. Um, I'll try to see if I can hide from, you know, from social media to be able to not get spoiled by the result but yes i will not be watching the final live that is my wedding anniversary but it'll be man city versus chelsea they just played this game a couple weeks ago man city lost it is what it is you know man city already won the league i think pep was doing his thing just to kind of you know whatever um maybe to, to to mess with tuchel's head a little bit whatever it'll be a great game Man City's never won the Champions League. Chelsea hasn't won it since, I think, 2011, 2012. Um, you know, Chelsea's a good team. I still think Man City's the best team in the world um, based on the players they have. So we'll see what happens. Um, Europa League final, Wednesday the 26th. Uh, let's see. That's like next week, right? Yeah, it's next week. So I probably will watch this. We'll see. Um, I'm probably going to have to leave work early. Uh, even though I've been leaving work at like two, between two and three, whatever. So I probably will catch that game. I have no interest in Villarreal or Man U, but my, my oldest son, he's a Man U fan. So who knows? We'll see what happens. All right. On to league play. France, League One, match day 37. So there's only one more match day after this. So um, I'm not going to go over the scores. I'm just going to hit these uh, the tables. So right now, Lille is still on top of the league uh, with 80 points. One match to go. PSG is in second place with 79 points, which means if Lille wins their next match, PSG can't do anything. There's nothing they can do. So they need to, PSG needs to win, and they need Lille to either lose or draw. I'm not sure what the, what the, the goal differential is so if they lose and then PSG ties, you know there there might be a way for PSG to wiggle in there and still win the title based on goal difference. Monaco's in third place. Don't forget about Monaco because they could slide up. I mean, if if Monaco wins and then uh, Lille and PSG both lose, Monaco's the champions. Um, Lyon's in fourth with seventy six points, followed by Marseille with fifty nine, and then Lyon is in six with 56 points at the bottom of the table hasn't been decided yet but in 18th is non with 40 or yeah not with 40 points and then nem is in 19th with 35 points they've already been relegated dijon's in last tragically 18 points they've been relegated as well um you got monaco versus um leon that's my match of the week for the final match day because if monaco wins that match and then the, the two above them lose. Monaco will be the champions of Ligue 1. And I mean, that, that would be like the, the shock of the season. If somehow 
they manage. But I, I like I said, I have to look at the goal difference because they, that would have them on 80 points, the same as Lille. I have to look at the uh, I have to look at the the goals and see what the goal differential is. All right. Um, so tomorrow actually is the final for the Coupe de France. It'll be Monaco versus Paris Saint Germain. It'd be the only hardware that uh, PSG could win or Monaco if they don't win the league. All right, moving on to Spain, La Liga, match day 37. Now, this race is so much tighter than uh, that it should be. Um, you got Atletico Madrid. They're still on top of the table with 83 points. They've qualified for the Champions League already. Real Madrid's in second with 81 points. They've already qualified for the Champions League. It's, it's down to those two teams. Who's going to win it? <clears throat> Excuse me. Barcelona's in third with 76 points. They've already qualified for the Champions League. Sevilla is in fourth with 74 points. They've already qualified for the Champions League. So it, the, the, the league title will be between Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. So if Atletico wins, that's it. It's over. Um, if Atletico ties and then Real Madrid wins, we've got to look at goal differential. Not sure what the status is on that. Uh, in fifth place is Real Sociedad with 59 points. Um, and Real Betis is in sixth with 58 points. You know, the, in those finishing places for fifth and sixth will determine who goes to the Europa League versus who goes to the newly formed Europa Conference League. Bottom of the table, uh, some of the usual suspects. You got uh, Elche is in 18th with 33 points. Real Valladolid is in 19th with 31. And then Ibar is in last with 30 points, but they've already been relegated. There's nothing they can do. They're going down to the second league. All right, moving on to Syria. Inter has already won the league. Um, they qualified for Champions League. Atalanta's in second. AC Milan's in third. Napoli's in fourth. Juventus is in fifth. And Lazio's in sixth. But second, third, fourth, and fifth, there's only three points separating those teams. So here's my thing with that. If somehow Juventus finds their way outside of the Champions League spots and they're in that Europa League spot in fifth, because right now fifth is the worst that any of these teams can finish. Um, I, me personally, I don't think Cristiano Ronaldo is coming back next year. Cristiano Ronaldo, as far as I know, as far as my research team has, uh, you know, give me the information. He has only played in the Europa League one time. And it was like 20 years ago when he was with Porto. Was it Porto? No, it was Sporting. Sporting. Um, back when he was not a household name, back when he was not the most followed person on Instagram or whatever, back when he was just Cristiano Ronaldo, he played in the Europa League. In the 19 season since, he's only played in the Champions League. I find it very, very hard to believe that he will stick with a team, especially his contract expires at the end of June. I find it very hard to believe that he will stay with the team, <clears throat> excuse me, that's not playing Champions League football next year. Maybe he'll prove me wrong, but keep in mind, Cristiano Ronaldo's 36 years old. He'll be 37 in February. I just don't see him going out like that. I definitely don't see him moving on to the MLS or whatever after playing in the Europa League. I think he wants to win one more 
or at least try to before he puts an end to his European career. All right, Lazio's in sixth place in Serie A. Bottom of the table, you got Benevento in 18th with 32 points. Cortone's in 19th with 22 points. They've already been relegated. Parma's in last with 20 points. They've already been relegated. Um, but this week, match day 38, you got Atalanta hosting AC Milan. Huge game. I mean, anything could happen at this point. Atalanta, I think, right now, I think they are good, but anything can happen. They could they could find themselves in that Europa League spot, even though right now they're in second place in the league. All right, moving on to the Premier League. There were some games today. Haven't watched any of them. Don't know any of the scores or anything. Um, but right now, up to match day 36, which was prior to today, Man City won the league, obviously qualified for the Champions League. Man United, second, qualified for the Champions League. It's the race for third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, which is really just third and fourth because those are the Champions League spots. But you got Leicester in third with 66 points, Chelsea's in fourth with 64, and then Liverpool. Liverpool is uh, in fifth with 63 points. I, I, me personally, I can't imagine can't imagine Liverpool not being in the Champions League next year. It's like it's like thinking about Juventus not being in the Champions League next year. Like that's just crazy, you know. But I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, any anything at this point can happen. Um, just imagine like Mo Salah and Virgil Van Dijk playing in the Europa League. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they were in you know some lower competitions earlier in their career, but those guys are like superstars. Be the same thing if Cristiano Ronaldo was playing in there. I mean, can you imagine if Juventus and Liverpool were like in the Europa League final next year? That that would just be nuts. All right, Tottenham's in sixth place. Don't really care. Bottom of the table, 18th is Fulham, 27 points, already been relegated. West Brom's in 19th with 26 points, relegated. Sheffield United, bottom of the table, 20 points, relegated. So it's pretty much over. Um, one of the matches that I think happened today, Leicester City versus Chelsea. Don't quote me on that. That's that's the matchup that I had for match day 37 in the Premier League. Huge game because those those teams are right there in the top four. We'll uh, we'll see what happens. You know, there's a possibility Chelsea could leapfrog Leicester City, and it, while at the same time possibly securing you know that that third spot in the league. All right. <laughs> Moving on down to the Netherlands and the Eredivisie. Now, they have a playoff system. I'm not even going to pretend like I know how the whole playoff system for them goes. Um, but the table right now, after their final match day, Ajax finished with 88 points. They won the league, qualified for the Champions League. Uh, PSV finished in second, 72 points. They qualified for the Europa, or excuse me, the UEFA Champions League uh, second qualifying round. Azed finished in third with 71 points. They qualified for the Europa League playoff round. Vitesse finished in fourth with 61 points. They qualified for the Europa Conference League third round qualifying. Man, that's crazy. Um, bottom of the table, Emin. They finished in 16th, 30 points. They're going to the relegation playoff. Vevevee Benlo, they finished in 17th, relegated. Uh, in 18th, we had Adio Den Haag, 22 points, relegated. Moving on to the Bundesliga. <sighs> this is 
they're still let me let me just go Bayern Munich uh, won the league qualified for Champions League already RB Leipzig they're currently in second place so there's there's what one more match day left um, RB Leipzig finished in second qualified for Champions League Borussia Dortmund Deutsche Pokal Cup winners uh, Borussia Dortmund they finished in third with 61 points qualified for the Champions League Wolfsburg third 61 points qualified for the Champions League Fifth place, Eintracht Frankfurt. They qualified for the Europa League. And then Bayer Leverkusen, right now in sixth, they qualified for the Europa League as well. Stuttgart right now is currently sitting in ninth place with 45 points. Now, there is still the possibility for Stuttgart to make it to the Europa Conference League. I was explaining this to my wife the other day. She was looking at me like I was crazy because she definitely did not care. Or maybe she did. She did care, I think. But the factors, there's, there's too many factors. Stuttgart has to beat Armenia Bielefeld. First, let's start there because there's a possibility that they won't. Why? Because Armenia Bielefeld is fighting um, to stay in the Bundesliga. It, as of right now, if they beat Stuttgart, Armenia Bielefeld will stay out of the the relegation playoff they jump up to 35 points and i think they would be safe now uh what's the other match we need leipzig to beat union berlin right now who is sitting in seventh place and they're in that europa conference league qualifying spot we need rb leipzig to beat them in addition we need Werder bremen to defeat Borussia Mönchengladbach, and Stuttgart has to win. Now, if those things can happen, Werder Bremen will be out of the relegation playoff, possibly, and that would bump Armenia Bielefeld down to the relegation playoff. Stuttgart would be in seventh to finish the league, playing in Europe for the first time in 10 seasons, and I would be happy. Now, if I got any... Gladbach or Union Berlin listeners, it's nothing personal. It's just, you know, Mönchengladbach, you guys have played in the Europa League, Champions League recently. Union Berlin, you guys, this is your second season, I think, in the Bundesliga. Cool. Plus, you guys beat us a couple years ago to send us down to the second league when you gained promotion. Stuttgart has not been to a European competition since 2012. And I, I, I want Stuttgart to be playing in Europe. I really do. I really, really do. It, nothing would make me happier. I mean, well, a few things would make me happier. But that's what I want. That's one of those things that I want. Sorry to, you know, Werder Bremen and Mönchengladbach and, or Union Berlin. Sorry, not Werder Bremen. I need Werder Bremen to win. Um, and ultimately, though, in order for any of that to even matter, Stuttgart has to beat Armenia Bielefeld. If that doesn't happen, it doesn't even matter. I will just be happy that we're still playing in the Bundesliga next season, which we already are. Right now we're in ninth place. And I want us to finish above Freiburg. Right now, Freiburg and Stuttgart both have 45 points. We'll see what happens. I'm not really holding my breath. All right, bottom of the table, you got Cologne is in uh, 17th right now. They technically are not relegated yet because they, they could still move up if Armenia Bielefeld loses and Werder Bremen loses, they could still jump up and be 
you know, in 15th to stay out of the relegation playoffs and not get relegated. Schalke, last place, they've been relegated for the entire season, basically. They're, they're, they're not surviving. They are not moving. Nothing. They're, they're, no, they are moving. They're moving to the second Bundesliga for next year. So, yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to cover for Europe. So, there was a lot of MLS games, and I'm not going to lie, I did watch quite a few MLS games. Um, kind of had some stuff on in the background. It's not not as bad as it as it used to be. It does seem like it's getting better. I think it has to do with you know the fact that a lot of the games that I have been watching though have been LA Galaxy, LAFC, Inter Miami. You know, with some of those names, those bigger name players. I haven't watched any NYCFC games yet. Not complete games. Um, it could be that it just to me it seems like the the level of play is a little bit better than than what it's been. Keep in mind the season is still early. Hasn't gotten cold yet. Um, we'll, we'll see. But uh, one thing about the MLS. So I think it was a couple of seasons ago, two seasons now, I think, where Chicago Fire changed their logo. They were talking about changing you know, some other stuff to change the identity of the club. And some other teams have been doing this recently, especially with you know these new clubs that are joining. Austin, I think Sacramento is going to be coming soon. Well, the Columbus Crew... They're one of the 10 original founding charter members of the MLS. They've been called the Columbus Crew since the jump. Whatever reason, some of the leadership in Columbus decided that they were going to change the name to Columbus SC. I don't know why. Why would you do that? Well, they changed it. They changed the logo. They changed the name. It was all on the website. Everything. And then I guess the fans got pissed. And as we've seen in Europe, when the fans get pissed, now they know they have a lot more control than they did before. So yesterday, the name of the team was Columbus SC, Columbus Soccer Club. Today, it is the Columbus crew again. They're bringing back the crew, even though it never really left. How, how, what were they thinking that they were going to change the name of that team without... It's one thing to change the logo. I get that. But what makes you think you're going to change the name of the team without fan input? Why would you even do that? Why? This is, if it was like the NFL or the NBA or something like that, I might be able to understand. Baseball too. MLB might be able to understand. But um, soccer, football, the fans are completely different. They're completely different. And, you know, even though it's still like an emerging sport here in the United States or whatever, after what happened over in Europe a couple weeks ago, a month ago, whatever, the fans realize they got realize they got a lot more power and that you're going to have to include the fans if you're making changes to, to their club. I understand it's, it's different. It's a franchise. It's not the same as it is in Europe, but the fans are just as passionate as fans anywhere else in the world about their their soccer football clubs. So that is all I have football related for this week. But I did want to say this. Um, I started this podcast just shy of two years ago. And I've been thinking about starting a podcast for the longest time. And I was listening. You know, I've always listened to, to soccer podcasts. But they've always been like the, you know, the, the podcasts that have commercial backing or some type of news organization backs it. And I found a podcast called 
soccer stupid. This is while I was still in Germany. I was about to leave the army and it was just two guys, two friends talking about football and loving it. And I decided after listening to these guys that I was going to start my podcast. Yes. 90 plus extra time started from humble beginnings. And I would still say that we're closer to the beginning than we are the end. And we're still humble. I say we like I have a team. It's just me. But um, this past weekend, Soccer Stupid, hosted by Joao and Louie, they ended, hopefully only temporarily, they ended their podcast so that they could focus on another passion of theirs, which I think is great. Um, but not going to say it didn't sting a little. It definitely hurt a little when uh, I think Joao posted uh, an image saying there was a farewell episode. And I was like, what? what is going on? I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if California broke off and was falling into the ocean. Um, but uh, I would be remiss if I did not put on this podcast thanking those guys for doing something that they loved, talking about a sport that everybody loves for the most part, and, uh, you know, giving me the nudge that I needed to be able to start my show. So, um, you know, because of their podcast, I made two great friends. And even though they're not talking about football that often, um, you know, they have a new podcast, the Dogecoin podcast. I definitely, if, if, if you don't know anything about cryptocurrency and you don't care, um, listen to, to the Dogecoin podcast. I'm not saying listen to it to go invest, but just listen to, go listen to their show. It's, it's a really good show. It's two friends. Even if you just take out the crypto part, just hearing them go back and forth, it, it, it's great. It's a great listen. I promise you it'll be a great listen. I'm going to definitely force them to come back on the show so we can talk football. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to take the time to thank them because there would be no 90 plus extra time without those two guys. So I wish them a lot of luck in the future. I hope they get to the moon like they're planning. And uh, yeah, just want to throw that in. So um, I will talk to you guys next week. Make sure you check out all the games that are going on. Check out the, the Coupe de France final tomorrow. This weekend, there's going to be a lot of games. It's the final weekend for a lot of these leagues in Europe. Um, there's still a lot of places to be decided. So thank you for listening. Make sure you guys take care of yourselves. Keep wearing masks, people, because, you know, there's some people that are going to stop wearing them that have been vaccinated. But just take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. Wash your hands. Wash your masks. Um, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye.